Yeah! Happy Friday. Reload the jack. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and everybody's working for the weekend. It's almost here. I'm going to quick announcement. We're closing early today. So get your orders in by noon, uh, and I've got a, it's a great special. I'm not going to do it right this second, but trust me when I tell you, you're going to want to get it. Get the dialing fingers ready. Uh, we've all been waiting for GDP. How low was it going to be? And you know what? Not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's totally not believable, but not bad. 2.1% GDP, so uh, half of what it was a year ago. So uh, second quarter GDP 2018 was 4.2. Second quarter GDP 2019, 2.1. Now, the biggest, biggest contributor to the GDP number came from two places. Number one, consumer spending. Big number. Big number. And I was like, wow. Interesting. Because I'm like, you know, I see all these reports and not, you know, the consumer's, it's okay. Right? We're okay. It's not horrible. But it wasn't what they said. And then the government. And I knew we were spending a lot of money. You know my show yesterday about, (laughs) hey, we're hitting the debt limit. I know. Let's just spend even more money and raise it for two more years and hope nobody notices. The government spending, and not just federal government now, uh, state and local too added about half of it. About half of it was from uh, the increase in in government spending, but the headline number was 2.1. But here's what's so funny. You know, gold's up, silver's up. Nobody's really freaking out, right? Kind of like the 3.1 that they said in the first quarter. They all said, well, it really wasn't. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, they did make a little of a, a, a adjustment there. I'll, I'll get it to it, but before I break down the 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 number, because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to love it. I loved it. I had I actually I, I I laughed out loud when I actually saw the data, because you know they they try to uh, justify the pieces of crap that they put in these reports. What's why I've been saying for years about the seasonal adjustment game. It's time to end it all. Get rid of it all. Listen, there was a time for that. There was. Listen, in the 30s, in the 40s, in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, heck, even the 80s. You had to have it because everything was done by hand. Hey, you know, right now, think about this. This was the second quarter number, okay? So that was 
April, May, June. It's July 26th. Okay? And back then, they needed time because, you know, people had to, to do stuff by hand. You know, key it all in and punch it all in and add it all up by hand. And so they're like, you know, it's going to take too long to get all this stuff done. We got we to gotta come up with a way. We got to kind of swag it. But I get it. We don't have to swag anymore. We got computers. <laughs> Most of this stuff, you don't even have to key it in anymore. They just upload. Right? Done. Uh, but, but I'll get to that. But before I do, this is also, and it's weird. Every, and I forget how many years it is, every few years, the, the, the government goes back and makes final revisions to previous years. Right, so everything you thought you knew about GDP growth in like 2017 and 2018, you, you don't know. And they, they, I guess they, they finally, well, you know, it was really this or that. 2017, they really didn't change much. And I think GDP for that year uh, was, was slightly over 2%. Last year, remember, they bragged at infinitum about that 3% GDP number, right? And the great tax cut that, you know, let's face it, we, 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 you do know, right? The tax cut wasn't for us. You know, maybe if you're one of the lucky ones, maybe you got a check from your company for a one-time bonus. But it was really them just, what, buying back stock and, and making profits look better by paying less taxes. So one of the few things... And there's a few. I don't agree with everything Trump's done. That was one of them. That was a big one for me. That was, that was horribly misplaced uh, in what they did with taxes. But nonetheless, and you don't have to agree with me on that, by the way. There's people that don't. Some of you are out there. I can see you. I can feel you now. Oh, no, no way. Fox says they were great, so they must be great. Apparently in 2018, we didn't grow at 3% because they made big revisions uh, to GDP fourth quarter. But we're going to talk about this report and I'm going to let you know what it was we all bought out there. 800-951-0592 Be ready. Be ready. So we're looking at GDP. Uh, by the way, I'm now convinced we'll get a rate cut next week. Now that I said that, we probably won't, but but I think it's official. The number came in at 2.1. And depending on where you're looking, expectations were 1.8 to 1.9. Remember yesterday I told you Atlanta had it down at 1.3. Got a bad feeling that the Atlanta number may be right. But we won't learn that for several more years. So, first quarter 3-1, second quarter 2-1. Right? So you're like, okay, well, you know, you 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 balance those out. We're at 2.6, which you know, not not great. But it's not horrible. But that 
wasn't what they promised when they cut all those taxes for business, was it? It wasn't. But let's look at these numbers. So that 3-1, remember they had that paper adjustment in inventories. Uh, Miraculously, all of these businesses... (laughs) had like $120 billion of more inventory. Uh, no one really knew where it came from, but there it was. And and that added over a full point to that 3.1 number. Now, some of that came out this time, but not all of it. They took out about $40 billion of that number this time. So the, now I'm worried that Q3 now is also going to be low. Because more of that number's got to come out. But let's look at what they said. They said that the print, the 2.1, was much stronger than expected. And it was. No doubt about it. U.S. households, they said, going on an all-out spending spree. They said that uh, the consumption soared to a 4.3% increase, the strongest print in consumer spending in half a decade. I mean, it was amazing. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, that and the government, right? Man, all right. And I was going to believe it. Because like I said, I know, you know, it's not terrible. And then I got the data. You know, and sometimes, you know, when you almost don't want it, right? You just want to believe. Uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, the realtor. Hey, your house is worth a million dollars. So you're like, yeah, right. And you put it up there. And you list it for a million dollars. And you get no, no offers, right? That was kind of what this felt like. So in taking a look at what we spent it on. So they've got categories, you know. And, and and I'll give you so the let me just tell you how many they got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen categories. Thankfully, they didn't have more than twenty. I'm real good counting up to twenty. Every one of the categories, you know, these big categories, they said that the consumer spent more on. Which, that in itself made me like, okay, that's, that's a little weird. There's not one category where we really... I mean, that's very unusual. So that was the first thing that, that, that caught my eye. The Q2 spending actually increased in every single category across all goods and all services. Now, traditionally, one of those categories is healthcare. That always goes up, right? And I mean always. I mean it always goes up. Uh, but but it was it wasn't big. About fifteen billion dollars more in healthcare cost in the second quarter from the first quarter. But you kind of you know you, you think about healthcare, and and really it averages about a hundred billion a year. That's how much more we spend every year. So this fifteen billion for this quarter was actually kind of low. Normally it's you know twenty five billion is about average. So that came in like a little lighter, right? So that would make GDP a little less. 
And so as we're looking at, at that contribution, another surprise was at a time when every automaker out there continues to report declining auto sales. You can't argue it, right? Every month, and I give you the numbers every month, right? Auto sales down year over year. Auto sales down year over year. Somehow, and I'm again, I don't know how, but we increase spending on motor vehicles and parts. Now, maybe it was parts, right? Everyone fixing up their used car. I don't know. Uh, that jumped by almost twenty billion dollars. But still, okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough, right? Is the used car market enough to offset the the new car market? Maybe. But then we got the big increase. There was one category that increased more than any other. So think about from Q1 to Q2. What could it have been? You know, was it, uh, it wasn't health care. It wasn't motor vehicles in, pow- uh, in parts. Uh, it wasn't clothing. It wasn't food. It wasn't food services. It wasn't furniture. Uh, housing and utilities had an increase. And again, look at the housing numbers. Right? Things that... Now, those increases were small. The the housing was about $7 billion. Uh, but, but I'm like, you know, maybe, you know, utilities, right? That could be because, you know, the for, for whatever reason, the electric bill never seems to go down. But according to the government, the biggest thing that consumers increase spending on recreational vehicles yep we've seen this before this is now the third year in a row where apparently everybody's out there buying an RV I don't know right but you're telling me the biggest money that consumers spent was on recreational vehicles that was the winner that was the big jump in GDP if there was no increase in recreational vehicles just to say it was flat it would have lowered GDP to about 1.6 which would have been but I guess a little below expectation but but still so this was a big number. Here's the funny part. In Q1 of 2016 and Q1 of 2017, Americans inexplicably splurged on RVs. Like I said, this is a new one. This this new category, well, it's not a new category, but over the last three years, We've had this mysterious growth in this recreational vehicle category. Usually they do this in the first quarter. My guess is, hey, we did this paper trick thing with inventory. 
in the first quarter this time. We'll save the RV thing for the next quarter, right? I mean, come on. Here's what's even better. Because I went and I actually looked it up. Because I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I tell you about car sales. Tell you about home sales. I don't tell you about RV sales. Right? I, I don't pay attention. Because I never really think it's that big of a number. Now, I know the desert fills up in the wintertime. You go out to courtside in the wintertime, and there's RVs for miles. I get it. it it's a real deal. Heck, there's an RV in my back shop. It's my uncle's. Right? He, he's an RV guy. He's always been an RV guy. But here was here's what was interesting about that. According to the actual RV industry, you know, which I would think, right, if anybody knows what their sales are, it would be them, right? Because, you know, they want their stock to go up. Listen, if Winnebago's doing good, they want people to know. So what is so perplexing about it is apparently the tariffs on steel and aluminum, other regulatory duties. So the the RV industry is getting hit by the tariffs. Now, uh, by the way, thousands of Chinese-made RV parts. So all of you driving your RVs, just know this. Uh, most of it furnished apparently by the Chinese. Uh, also, all the vinyl electronics and LED lights all come from China on on RVs according and now this is just according to the RV industry here's what also is interesting domestic shipments of RVs right now according to this I should be seeing some big big jump in RV shipments according to actual dealers RV shipments, domestic shipments of RVs to dealers has fallen 22% in the first five months of the year compared to the same period last year, which, by the way, last year shipments had fallen by 4%. So I don't know. right? I, I'm just telling you guys because it's important to know, did we buy these RVs? It doesn't look like we did. As a matter of fact, judging by this, now listen, I know there's one more month. right? The, the RV industry, they don't have data for June yet. Apparently, they've got to do it by hand, too. There's no computers in the RV industry. So, so I don't have a June number. But in order for this government number to be true, we would have to have, like, I don't even know, like a 100% increase in RV sales in the month of June. Um, so I'm going to go with, I, I'm not buying it. Down 22%, and yet somehow um, it was the biggest single piece of increase for consumer spending. Without it, the consumer spending was actually... Fine, not horrible. It wasn't like that would send consumer spending negative. It wouldn't have. It would have been realistic. See, but you know, they can't have realistic because realistic would mean that there's what 
that it, it's not as good as they've been telling us. And and I I don't have a TV here, so I, I wonder what if you're actually getting this on the idiot box. My guess is no. According to RV makers, they're saying that RV sales are crashing. That's what they're saying. The government, according to, and I've just told you, the last three years they've used this. According to the U.S. government, RV spending is better than at any time in the past five years. So again, did we grow at 3.2 or 2.1%? Probably not. Uh, did Was it going to be negative? No. But again, it's another case for can you just tell us the truth? That's all we want. We're going to be in this relationship. You guys are going to need to start telling the truth. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got the special of, of the week coming up next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The Democratic nomination for president is turning into the new California gold rush. 22 politicians are racing to see how far to the left they can go. They think the only way to stand out from the crowd is to be the craziest, most woke social justice warrior possible. Presidential hopeful Congressman Eric Swalwell is doing his best to use this tactic. Right now, he serves as a representative for California's 15th district, which falls between San Francisco and San Jose. That should tell you plenty about his political leanings right there. However, in his zeal to set himself apart as the best social justice warrior around, he's revealing just how un-American leftist ideology can get. Swalwell took to Twitter to answer a question posed to him by a reporter for Vice News. The question was, why should another white guy be president? Swalwell should have called out the reporter on the spot for asking such a ridiculous question. Why shouldn't another white guy be president? Are the Democrats so entranced by their identity politics that they actually want to disqualify people from running for president because of their sex or skin color? That is certainly what the question implies. Instead of calling out the phony question, Swalwell took the social justice up another notch. He said, quote, I may be another white guy, but I know where there are gaps in my knowledge or my experience, and I know when to pass the mic, end quote. Swalwell revealed just how racist and sexist the left truly is. Of course, he doesn't have the same life experience as a black woman would have. That doesn't mean he would have the same life experience as another white man either. Yet leftists pretend like all women and all minorities have the same life experiences, which gives them the authority to talk about hardship. That's what separates liberals from conservatives. Liberals believe you are defined by your identity. They believe all black people are the same and all women are the same. Conservatives are the ones who believe every man and every woman is a unique creation with unique experiences and unique value. That's why the Declaration of Independence reads, All men are created equal. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's no secret that globalists are bent on destroying Western culture. 
Whether the threat comes from inside or outside our borders, America must be protected from cultural Marxism and those who would deny American sovereignty. We're seeking your insight at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. By the way, before I get get to the comments made uh, on the idiot box, uh, I got to give the special today because some days are better than others, right? And today is one of those days where it's really good. I've got 75 Mint State 63 St. Gaudens. Now, for those of you that don't know what a Mint State coin is, uh, coins have all kinds of greats. You know, like it, like anything else. Think about like baseball cards or any type of memorabilia, right? They'll always well, what's the condition, right? And, and we always tell you stay at the low end because every one of these coins has the same amount of gold in it as the other. So we like the low end, right? We 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 call it raw gold. It's got all the dings and the scratches, right? Because it got used as money. And then you have, you know, extra fine, very fine. You have almost uncirculated, brilliant uncirculated. And then you have the graded coins. And graded coins is on a, think about a mint state, uh, think about zero to ten. Except uh, in coins, we use 60 to 70. So you have... Five, six grades, six grades in the ungraded market. Then you have ten more grades in the graded market. So these coins are going to be put into a hard plastic case and all that because you don't, you don't want to damage you. These are Mint State 63s. So that would be going up nine grades from our regular coins. A $20 Liberty or a $20 Saint, because these are Saints, is $1,545. I've got 75 Mint State 63s at 1500 Spot right now, gold's up 5 at 1420 So that's eight, only $80 uh, over the spot price, you're looking at a Mint State 63, and the only time we really sell Mint State coins is when. You know, because this is what our competitors, these are the high, high markups. These, our competitors will sell 63 Saints for two grand and not even think twice. 1500 bucks at 800 951 Zero five nine two uh, MS sixty three twenty twenty dollars Saints uh, at fifteen hundred today, and I start thinking about some some of the things that we've done. This is right up there. This may be the best one yet. Uh, when you look at uh, buying a a coin that is you know nine grades higher, even if you threw uh, ten bucks a grade. 
That'd be ninety dollars more expensive, right? That puts this coin, you know, somewhere in that sixteen thirty-five range, and you're talking about buying it at fifteen hundred bucks today. That is huge, huge value. All of them, by the way, graded by PCGS or NGC. We don't mess around. They're the two best in the industry. That's what we use. Uh, getting back to GDP, here's the problem. So I just gave you the data, right? And I and, and I don't want I don't want it to be bad, but it's not true. We did not buy all of these RVs. It didn't happen. It's one of these crazy little seasonal adjustment things they do. The RV, according to the RV industry, RV sales are down 22%. How can we be up this much? I mean, it, literally, we spent more on, on this than anything else. It's crazy. We, more an increase in RVs than cars. So then you get people... Uh, uh, this chief investment strategist from State Street Global Advisors. Yeah, they put them on the TV. The recession has always been overstated. Those that were doing the chicken little, the sky is falling, were headed for a recession talk, were clearly early in that assessment. Well, um, not to argue with the guy. But even this, you know, phony number, this 2.1, that's still down 50% from a year ago. I I don't know about uh, Chicken Little, okay? But it's not like it was a great number. The economic data continues to suggest that the economy isn't, isn't near recession, he said. Hmm, I don't know, pretty close. I mean, if you take out the government spending on it and this uh, RV spending, right, it's not real good. The the president treated it, uh, I loved his tweet, though. GDP up 2.1%, not bad considering we have the very heavy weight of the Federal Reserve anchor wrapped around our neck. Almost no inflation. U.S. is set to zoom. That was the president chiming in, uh, and I, you know what? I can't disagree with him. He's not wrong, right? The, the bring the rates to zero because we're not really growing, right? And and no inflation. We know that's not true. Banks aren't paying any interest anyway. But why not? Larry Kudlow. I think it's almost a miracle that the economy is growing as rapidly as it is. This has not been easy with seven rate hikes. So, uh, again, uh, more pressure uh, on on the Federal Reserve. Uh, But nobody, uh, by the way, uh, business spending was negative. Of course, we knew that trade hurt. Uh, The inventory thing, as I told you, also hurt. Uh, the overall number, uh, but I didn't hear anybody talk about RVs. So for all of you out there with the RVs, thank you. Make sure when you're driving down the freeway today, don't give the RV guy the finger for snarling up traffic. 
give them a, give them a thumbs up because if it wasn't for them, uh, apparently we would have had a horrible GDP number. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been horrible. Like I said, one six, one five. You know, still kind of kind of where I think it is. You know, a little more realistic. Uh, and same thing with the cars, right? So number one was RV. By the way, the cars, the automotives, and the parts, that was the second biggest one. So both of them kind of suspect. 800-951-0592. So I just went and looked because we have 63 Saints on the website. $1,597 is the regular price. So you say, let's round it up and keep it simple. You're saving 100 box on a mint state $63 St. Gaudens. Uh, if you're just joining us, $1,500 on mint state 63s. Uh, gold's up. Uh, GDP came out at 2.1. Um, government spending, by the way, I, I got to give you the other part. So they, the we had the RV spending. I don't mean to, you know what's so funny is Eric was actually in the uh, in the shop uh, earlier this week working on his RV, and I think he had to buy a part so uh, to get it going. So so maybe maybe all you RV guys were were uh, getting ready. And of course, you think about it, it. I don't know when do you buy RVs. Most of it's for like the, the winter season, but maybe I don't know. Maybe you're taking vacations with it. Um, a 7.9%, so we had a 4.3% increase in consumer spending. A 7.9% <laughs> spike in federal government spending. Don't worry, it's fine. Let's see, um, re- tax revenue down, government spending up. I wonder what could go wrong with that. Hey, uh, but also state and local governments up 3.2%. So the government did its job, right? They're out there spending spending our money. Uh, unfortunately for me, uh, they don't call and ask my permission. Uh, they just go ahead and spend it. So that's that was the GDP report today. Uh, everybody out there is is talking about uh, they're happy about that 2.1, but nobody nobody's going to talk details with you. I'll say, consumer, consumer. You'll have to uh, uh, view it for yourself. Monday, we're flying to China. Um, I think I think it's Mnuchin and Lighthizer. Lighthizer is kind of the head negotiator. I always find it interesting why the secretary, the Treasury Secretary, is in on these deals, right? What does that have to do with trade? And of course. What you know is everything, right? The the fact of the matter is, is hey, uh, you guys aren't going to dump all of our treasuries, are you? You know, right? Larry Kudlow came out today and said, you know, Larry, Mr. Optimistic, says, I wouldn't expect any grand deal talking with trade. Uh, our negotiators, they're going to meet to stage... And hopefully get back to where the talks left off in May. I'm laughing. If that's really what they want, it's it's not going to happen, right? The the Chinese have already said, hey, that deal's gone. Um, 
He called the consumer a hero, by the way. Congratulations. Like I said, the real heroes, all those RVers out there, seriously, as you're passing by, give them a honk, give them a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, without them, right, things, things would have been bad. And I don't mean to laugh. That's just what it is. But uh, apparently this is not going to be one of those meetings uh, where we're going to get some some deal uh, on trade. And, and I don't know if we ever get a deal on trade. And then FedEx. Did, did you see? Uh, China's now, I guess they're going to take FedEx to Chinese court, claiming that FedEx deliberately did not ship and I want to say a hundred Huawei boxes, and I don't know where. Right, you know, I'm thinking about you know Huawei. They probably ship. I don't even know, ten thousand, maybe a hundred thousand FedEx packages a day. I mean, uh, for a lot of people that that don't know this, Huawei so- sells a lot of the headsets and all kinds of other things too that that uh, a lot of industry uses. Uh, and I don't know what was in those boxes. Apparently, something important was in these hundred boxes. And somehow, I guess, I don't know, China's saying, hey, FedEx uh, was working uh, with the U.S. government. I don't know. I just saw that headline today. Um, that would probably be bad news for FedEx if they upset the Chinese government. i got to imagine they do a lot of shipping there as well. Uh, but Cudlow out today. Uh, don't look for any great deals when it comes to trade uh, on the talks. I guess they're supposed to. They're going to land on Monday and fly out on Wednesday. Oh, and how about this one? This one was great. The European Central Banks they got together today and have decided that they're going to end their agreement on selling gold. Now, those of you that that don't know, the European Central Banks got together in the 90s. See, remember, they actually believed Alan Greenspan. That was part of the problem. (laughs) We're going to have the debt paid off by 2010. It'll be great. And they, they said, hey, we all can't sell gold at the same time we got a we, we you know the price was you know 300 bucks 250 right and they said between all of us all the countries that make up the euro and England was included in this and and Great Britain and England we'll, we can only sell 500 metric tons a year and that was the rule in the 90s in the early 2000s uh, then, uh, then then they changed it to 400 metric tons. Um, I don't even know the last time a European country sold any gold. Uh, it's been at least, I'm guessing here, at least 15 years. Today they decided on September 26th when this agreement ends, let's just let it expire and stop kidding ourselves. I wonder if that's going to clear the way for them to start buying gold. I don't know. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 
these this is by far uh, the sale of the week, uh, pro- probably the sale of at least the month, if not the year. Uh, Mid State sixty three Saints save a hundred bucks a piece. Well, ninety seven dollars and forty cents, uh, fifteen hundred dollars uh, on a Mid State sixty three twenty dollars Saint uh, PCGS and or NGC. Whatever we get is what we're going to send you. Uh, but those are the only two that we're going to carry uh, on these Mint State 63s at 1500 I've got three lines open. Uh, I, I don't know how many are left, but we had, you know, like I said, we had a good amount of them. Uh, 800-951-0592. Uh, Mint State 63, $20 Saints. Saving ninety-seven forty on on each one uh, as uh, fifteen hundred dollars is the price. That's less than our regular ungraded twenty-dollar gold pieces, uh, and that's what you do. Listen, when we have these, this is what you do. All of our competitors they charge you a fortune. The guys that you see on TV. Uh, the guy that uh, Pat Boone does commercials for, they sell these things for fortunes. Not here at Patriot Trading Group. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's up 5 at 1420. Silver's up as well. 13, or 13, <laughs> 1636 uh, on silver. The Dow trying to hang in there. The Dow's up 20. Uh, that kind of tells you about that GDP report. Eh. Oh, and weird news, too. Did you see the earnings today? Uh, Google good, Amazon bad. Actually, Amazon and Twitter bad, Google good. Um, uh, but the Dow's up 25. Uh, the S&P's up big, up, up 19 points. And uh, the NASDAQ, uh, Google uh, making it go higher here, up 83 uh, apparently, Google's good was better than the Amazon bad. Uh, and then don't forget, right next week, we've, we've got uh, the Federal Reserve. Uh, that's going to be meeting Tuesday and Wednesday. Everybody expecting the quarter point rate cut. And uh, we'll just see how it ends up going. And And so when you sit there and you think about you know, all the things happening. Uh, Larry Kudlow today, no trade deal. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm waiting for the other $300 billion. But I guess that's off, too. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see as, as to how that goes. Uh, and, of course, now, without the 3% thing, I wonder what they're going to say on TV now about GDP because, you know, they, they, they wanted to sell us all on those taxes. And think about this. The consumer did our part. Right, especially the RV guys. Business, right, which is who we gave the tax cuts to, they didn't do their part. Right, business didn't do their part. Matter of fact, business spending was actually a negative impact on second quarter GDP. <laughs> Maybe the president should start calling them out. We'll be back on Monday. Remember, we close early today. Take care. <laughs> 